for White Spot Giants this week. Back come the Giants across the line. Kosh, left wing, looks, waves, finds a man. Benson scores! Here he comes! Stop by David Tendick! He kept it out! Oh, mercy, what a save by Tendick! Up the middle comes Byram, right side, running at the circle, scores! Here's your host, Dan O'Connor. Well, good evening and welcome to another edition of White Spot Giants This Week. Home of Vancouver hockey, home of the Giants, this is Sportsnet 650. I am Dan O'Connor, the voice of the Vancouver Giants, voice of the playoff-bound Giants who are going to kick off their postseason this weekend in Everett. Friday night, Game 1. Saturday night, Game 2, before the series shifts back to the LEC, for Game 3 on Wednesday and then Game 4 on Friday. Uh, coming up in segment number 2, we head to Everett. We are going to chat with the head coach and the general manager of the Everett Silvertips. We will chat with Dennis Williams. That is going to happen in segment number 2. But to kick off the show and to get things going from a Giants perspective, want to welcome an individual that has become a regular, a fixture on this show in recent years. 60 games played this season, a team leading 26 goals, 132 career games in the WHL, all of which have been with the Vancouver Giants, a signed prospect of the Ottawa Senators, and the captain of the Vancouver Giants. Welcome back to the show, Zach Ostopchuk. Appreciate your time, as always, my friend. Uh, Really grateful for you donating some of your time for this conversation. Yeah, always a pleasure for me to, to get on Giants this week. It's cool. Well, Zach, I mean, this th- this is a cool thing right now, I think, for the Vancouver Giants. You're, you're back at zero. Everything is sort of reset, and you've got the Everett Silvertips to look forward to. We'll talk about the season. We'll talk about the series and all of that stuff uh, in due course, but just that simple fact Everything is back at zero. The power play, the penalty kill, the statistics, the the wins, the losses, it's a clean slate. Do you are you feeling it? Does it feel like a clean slate right now for the Vancouver Giants? Yeah, I think uh, obviously it's nice to get that clean slate and then just a new wave of energy coming into the playoffs. I mean, uh, it all starts again right now, so yeah, it's a, it's a nice feeling. How important is it to have that clean slate in your mind just to be able to reset, to, you know, take the positives from the season, of course, Zach, but but also being a way, being able to sort of tuck that underneath and, and, um, and, and have something completely new to look forward to? Yeah, I think it's nice. It's almost like you, it's kind of like a, a fresh start. I mean, every team is... Uh back at zeros and, and power play and penalty kill all that is is back at zero and i feel like every all that is just yeah like i said it's kind of just new life and i mean uh i know we're really energized to, to get things going here and start with this clean slate saturday night in kamloops i remember heading down to the bus and i was bombarded with a bunch of you guys asking me who is it, Dano? Who is it? Who are we playing? Who are we playing? Um, a lot of confusion, even as as late as 10 o'clock on Saturday night, as far as how this whole thing was going to go. Uh, once we finally got to the bottom of it, Zach, and once we finally realized it was going to be the Everett Silvertips, how did your teammates and you initially react to the fact that it was going to be the Giants and Silvertips in round one? 
Yeah, I really think that that didn't matter who we were playing, but uh, I mean to see to see that we're playing effort. I think it's really good for us, especially early in the playoffs. It'll be a really good challenge, and hopefully, if we can take it to them, we'd get a lot of confidence. So. The captain of the Vancouver Giants is Zach Ostopchuk. He is my guest on White Spot Giants this week as the Giants and the Silver Tips get set to play one another in Game One of the series Friday night down the highway in Everett. Um, when you think back, Zach, to the four games against the Silver Tips, it's hard to ignore the Teddy Bear game in Everett. Your team wins the game 6-5, uh, an emotional win at home. You beat them 5-3 back in the middle of March. You went 2-2 two and two against the Silver Tips. It's one thing to watch it. It's another thing to live it. What's it like to play these guys? And what do you sort of take away from the four matchups against the Everett Silver Tips what maybe makes them different from, say, a Seattle, a Portland, a Kamloops, a Kelowna? I mean, I think they're they're just a really solid team. I mean, uh, front, top to bottom, I think they're just they're a really solid lineup, and and I think they can be they can play a hard to play against kind of style, but I think we can too. And I I, I just think that in the four games we played against them this year, I really think that our guys have roast the occasion, and uh, we've we've seen that they're top seed in the West, but it doesn't bother us. And I think that uh, kind of motivates us to play even better, and yeah, it'll be a good matchup. Kind of weird, Zach, I'm sure, to think about the fact that this is going to be the first taste of WHL playoff hockey for you in quite some time. You played in two games as an underager way back in 2019 when the Giants made their run to the finals. Um, what do you remember about those two games as an underager, being on the bench, being in the warm-up, um, and, and just sort of living that playoff experience that season with the team? Yeah, I think it's just the energy. I mean, the energy just shifts. I mean, it's just way more intense, and, and uh, there's everything. The crowd gets more into it and all that, and especially playing in those two games. I mean, they didn't play a lot, but I got to see what kind of the pace was like and, and how bad guys want, want it. And uh, I think that was really good for me, and yeah, to get a taste of it now after, after four short years is pretty cool. Really interesting to sort of think about that fact that there hasn't been a WHL playoff game since May 13th, 2019, when it was the Giants and the Prince Albert Raiders in Game 7 of, of that fateful championship series, Zach. But, I mean, the fact that for you, I mean, you get a chance to play in the playoffs again. Um, other veterans in and around you, guys like Justin Lees, guys, you know, a year older, Cole Shepard, um, Evan Toth, guys who have, have never played in a WHL playoff game or, or guys that haven't played in a playoff game for so long. How exciting is it to sort of think about that fact and, and almost something that maybe can help you guys sort of rally around a little bit? Yeah, I think uh, obviously we, we have a lot of guys that haven't played in any playoff games, and I think that that even our older guys, I mean, it just seems like, like everybody's so excited because we've never got a taste of it, and we, and we want it bad. So I think, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely brought a lot of energy to our group, and uh, we're, we're very, very excited. Uh, it has been quite the season for you, Zach, uh, individually, and it has been quite a season for you know, the team and, and the highs and lows that have sort of accompanied that. I want to get individual with you for, for a few questions here. Uh, I know you and I have talked a lot since you had the, the C sewn on your jersey and, and how, you know, life has maybe changed or, or in your words, hasn't really changed much at all, you know, since being named captain of the team. 
Um, but but this season for you, um, one goal in your first 12 or 13, and yet fast forward, you lead the team with 26. Was there a moment in the season, a time of the season, where all of a sudden you could really just feel your offensive confidence shift? Yeah, I think obviously I had a, I had a tougher start to the year offensively, but I think uh, I'd honestly say around Christmas time, after coming home from the coming back from the break I think that's kind of I went back and just kind of took a couple deep breaths and, and I came back with a new mindset and I think that uh, that helped me out a lot and and uh, yeah so I'd say probably probably around Christmas time is where I really picked things up. I know offense has always been a part of your game Zach but but I think that you know when when it comes to your game there's obviously so much more to it that said being able to score the way that you have, being able to sort of make that jump from seven goals in the bubble to 26 this year, um, is is this a component and an area of your game where, where all of a sudden it's like, is, is it an age thing? Is it a confidence thing? Is it a positioning yourself better on the ice thing? Like, are you able to put your finger on what changes have sort of happened that have sort of enabled this offensive renaissance of sorts to happen for you yeah honestly i i think i've i think i've kind of adapted more of a an attack mentality i'd say it's just uh whenever i get the puck i, I want to get it on net and, and i always want to create i'm always kind of looking for looking for little holes and stuff now that i wasn't making before uh, yeah when i when i get the opportunity to shoot the puck i'm shooting it now so I got really changed just the mentality. Chatting right now with Vancouver Giants captain Zach Ostopchuk here on White Spot Giants this week. The Giants getting set to face the Everett Silvertips in round number one of the playoffs beginning Friday in Everett. Zach, when you look at this Vancouver Giants roster, the way it's sort of made up right now, is there one player that that comes to mind, first player that comes to your mind um, that you think just is is going to have that other gear that that playoff type of you, you know anytime any team is in the playoffs there's always that player that that almost comes from out of nowhere and does a number of positive things to help a team win who is that guy for the Vancouver Giants honestly I think I'm gonna go to my line mate Adam Hall think that uh he's gonna have a gear i mean he's a big guy physical which i really think that that'll help him out in the playoffs and uh yeah i think he's he's gonna have a breakout playoffs here i think uh, i've been noticing the last last 10 or so games how he's been wrapping it up and i think he's gonna have a really special playoffs i want to go a little bit further with that zach because you and adam hall and fabian lysel have been a constant line for this team for the the last month plus when all three of you guys are healthy and in the lineup together um what is it about the three of you that makes you so effective and how does your game sort of complement them and vice versa yeah obviously i think we got a good assortment of, of things i think uh me and Fab can can bring some some speed, and, and Fab's obviously a really skilled guy. So I think uh, he, obviously he brings that. And Halsey, I think, is he's a finisher and he, he's responsible in our D zone, and he can contribute on the forecheck and everything like that. So 
I think the Swedes have a really good balance on our line of speed, size, grit, and finish. And I think, it, yeah, I think we'll work really well together. Can, can you just try your best to sort of summarize the mood and the demeanor from some of the younger players as well? I mean, I think we know with with Cotton, with Horning, with, with a lot of the older players in that 19-year-old range that – you know, that there is familiarity with, with pressures that sort of come with the playoffs. But for Jaden Lipinski, for Ethan Semenuk, for Mazden Leslie, guys like this, I mean, are, are you sort of as, as the captain of that dressing room, Zach, I, I mean, are you getting the sense that these guys are ready, that these guys are excited, that these guys are sort of chomping at the bit to make their playoff marks at such a young age? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you can you can clearly tell, especially in this little week of practice, how, how our younger guys have really ramped it up, and um, I think they're they're excited to get their chance at, at the playoffs. I mean, they haven't seen it before, I and mean, maybe some of these guys have never played in a playoff series ever. So I think that that's it's cool for them. It's a it's a big change, but I think they're they're all confident that they'll handle it well. Just a few more questions for Vancouver Giants captain Zach Ostopchuk here on White Spot Giants this week, and we'll let you go. Um, the the Everett matchup, going back to it, we, we know full well the Angel of the Winds arena, the reputation that the rink in Everett has. Um, tell me about the, the mix, Zach. Like, how daunting is it to play there? How fun is it to play there? And I ask this because... In, in I've I've never really known a Giants team to sort of cower in that building. It seems like the kind of place where, especially if things can go well for you early, one of the best places to play, one of the best places to win in the WHL. Yeah, I think. I mean, I I, I know this year especially. I think our guys love playing there. I mean, uh, they always have really good energy in that building. And, it's pretty cool. I mean, they always they always do some little yell in the anthem and <laughs> kind of catches us off guard. But I mean, it's just fun. I mean, it's they got a lot of fans. Their fans get rowdy, but uh, I do think we like to play. Zach, knowing now that you are drafted and thus signed with the Ottawa Senators, um, how how much of your attention is? I, I mean, of course, you're all in with the Vancouver Giants, but. Are, are you checking box scores with Ottawa every night? I mean, of course, you know that they were in Vancouver last night and, and what a hockey game that was between these two teams. But uh, how much how much dialogue would you say there is with the Ottawa Senators in a given week or a given month? And how exciting is it to sort of think about that next chapter that lies ahead? It's not here yet, but it's coming and sort of what that could all mean for you. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, they, they've been really good to me. I mean, keeping up with me and sending guys out to watch me play and stuff like that. And, and uh, yeah, I had a chance to watch the game last night and I'll always kind of keep up on, on how they're doing and, and what teams are beating and whatnot like that. But, uh, yeah, it's just uh, I'm really excited to maybe the next year or two to, to get things going there. And, uh, yeah, I like their team right now. They're, they're a young group that that's on the come up right now, and I think uh, I can fit in well to that. Excited. Zach, what did it mean to you to be named MVP of the Vancouver Giants? Yeah, it was a really cool feeling for me. I think uh, I mean, it's, it's really, really nice to be acknowledged like that by by whoever picked that. And um, yeah, it's something that, that uh, brings me some pride, and, and I'll carry that into playoffs. Um, and then 
last one for you, Zach, and we'll let you go. And I just want you to finish this sentence for me. The Vancouver Giants will defeat the Everett Silvertips in round one of the WHL playoffs if... Dot, dot, dot. I think if we stick with it, I mean, we have the game plan to do it. And uh, I think we just got to trust that. And uh, I think, yeah, just sticking with it. And there's going to be a lot of adversity in the playoffs, and we know that. So I think, yeah, just we got to stick with it. Well, it has been a heck of a season for you individually, Zach, and to sort of see how things have come together for you, of course, starting with the draft and then being named captain and and leading the team in goals. Um, All of your success has is not been by accident man i've i've been blessed to have had sort of a a a side row seat to watch this all sort of happen for you and i want to say this sincerely to you your teammates your family really wishing you and the vancouver giants the very best in round one of the everett silver tips vancouver giants matchup enjoy it my friend lead the way and do what you do really excited to sort of watch this whole journey unfold with you enjoy the next few days and look forward to seeing you again soon yeah thanks donald hey we're gonna need you to bring your voice The, uh, the voice will be there. You can rest assured on that, my friend. The captain of the Vancouver Giants is Zach Ostopchuk to kick off White Spot Giants this week. Great stuff to kick off the show from the captain of the Vancouver Giants, Zach Ostopchuk. And one thing that I meant to bring up to him and didn't, and I apologize that I didn't, uh, I really wanted to bring up that fight with Matt Rempe uh, from last Wednesday against the Seattle Thunderbirds. Uh, the first period fight where Ostomchuk flattened the six foot nine forward, um, but the more I think about it, the more I truly think that the Everett Silvertips are a good first round matchup for the Vancouver Giants. I mean, this this literally is is going to be a murderer's row to get out of the Western Conference, and whoever it is is going to have to go through all sorts of. Uh, of trials and tribulations. And let's not kid ourselves. Let's be real when it comes to talking about this journey. The Everett Silvertips are the Western Conference winners. They, they won the regular season in the West. Um, and the Vancouver Giants finished eighth. And, and the Giants limped into the playoffs, winning one of their last 12. The Everett Silvertips with 100 points. The Giants with 53. A 47-point swing. However... I genuinely, passionately, adamantly believe that the reset probably will do no team better than the Vancouver Giants. Everything is back at zero. The stat lines, the goals for, the goals against, the special teams, it's all meaningless now. All that you have to do is put your best foot forward and you're going to give yourself every single chance and opportunity to win. And the Everett Silvertips and the Giants, they went 2-2 two and two against one another during the regular season. Uh, it is an energized building in Everett. The LEC is no slouch either. I think the fact that this is close travel and this is, uh, this is close proximity everything for the Vancouver Giants is a really, really good thing. And I don't know, something just has me feeling and believing that this series has a lot 
of intrigue to it and that this is not going to be an easy cakewalk for the Everett Silvertips. Um, Zacho Stompchuk in that conversation, I asked him the question, which giant, which player on this team do you think has that playoff hero in him? John Druce or Fernando Pisani, um, you know, that, that playoff unsung hero type of ability. And his answer was a good one. He said it was Adam Hall, 20-year-old forward, for this Giants team. And, and hey, uh, I'm certainly a subscriber to that theory. I'm a believer in that. But it's hard not to marvel at the season that Zach Ostomchuk has had. It's hard not to root for him when you just consider everything that he has been through this season with his own health, his own ups and downs, his own wavering confidence. But for him to lead this team into the playoffs – um, there was nothing that I heard from that conversation with Zach Ostomchuk that has me believe that the Giants feel like uh, massive underdogs, that they're feeling tentative or shy heading into this series. Um, again, not going to mince words, not going to suggest that the Vancouver Giants are favorites in this series, but there is a path, there is a way for the Vancouver Giants to beat the Everett Silvertips in a seven-game series and uh, as Zacho Stompchuk just put it, the big key for the Giants is going to be sticking with it, realizing and sensing that there will be adversity. There will be challenges along the way, but it's sort of digging your heels in, not allowing yourself to get too high, not allowing yourself to get too low, and just focusing on that next shift. Great way to start the show. Great conversation with the captain of the Vancouver Giants, Zach Ostopchuk. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we are going to hear from the head coach and the GM of the Everett Silvertips. We're going to get the Everett perspective with Dennis Williams, the five-year veteran head coach of the Everett Silvertips, enjoying his first season at the helm as well as the team's general manager. Dennis Williams, head coach, GM of the Everett Silvertips, is next. White Spot Giants this week on Sportsnet 650. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to White Spot Giants this week. The home of Vancouver hockey, the home of the Giants is Sportsnet 650. Vancouver Giants, Everett Silvertips beginning their first round playoff series this weekend on Friday. And what we're going to do right now is head down the highway to chat with a fellow who is certainly going to be front and center in this series with his team, the Everett Silvertips, fresh off their ninth U.S. Division banner. In his fifth year as the head coach of the Everett Silvertips, he is also the team's general manager. Really thankful, appreciative, and excited to have Dennis Williams join me for this segment of the show. Coach, appreciate it. Thanks for this. I know things are sort of busy as you get prepared for Friday and for this series, but uh, sincerely grateful for you spending a few minutes with us to uh, to tee up the series. Yeah, no, for sure, Dan. Look, look, look forward to chatting. It should be a great. Uh, it, it, it is a great time for hockey. It's playoff hockey, and it's it's been a long time, right? So uh, I think all our all our players, all the fans, everyone in the hockey world is just excited to see what postseason is going to be like. 
Lord knows it's been a long time coming to get to this point where we get actual playoff hockey in the WHL. Um, Coach, take me back to Saturday from your perspective. You finish your season in Tri-City, and your first-round opponent, probably even at about 9 o'clock that night, was still as clear as mud. Uh, how much scoreboard watching was taking place? Were you were you talking about on the bus? What, what was sort of that night like for you as you were sort of gearing up to face uh, three possible different opponents well it was actually after the game you know we came in from from the, the game against dry cities we're sitting there as a staff and you know we we're trying to figure it out ourselves kind of um you know good thing we're not uh you know in and on that side of it uh we we had a different opponent the <laughs> we figured out probably similar to what what it sounded like maybe you did as well but you know and and then when when it was vancouver um you know, I got a note from the league and, and just said it was Vancouver and and uh, you know and then from there our, our quickly our, our minds were able to be be focused and and when, you know everything starts running you know and inside your head you know you're in Saturday night you're in Tri Cities kind of wink at ten o'clock ten thirty on the bus right away as a staff we start prepping our next five days out on the bus all right what do we got Sunday what do we want to hit hit on what do we want to make sure that you know we're, we're working on getting ready for monday how's monday look what do we want for tuesday so it's funny how that works as us coaches you know because you you it's funny you play 68 games dan and you find out at 10, 10 o'clock on the last game of of of, of the uh, uh 68 games you know throughout it so and i think that's what's really neat about the league that's what's great about hockey that's right it's great about the western hockey league is that how many games came down to the last uh, our, our, how, how many uh, positions, you know, in the standings came down to the last last weekend, and that's what I think is so exciting and what the fans should should enjoy. Coach, how important was it for the Everett Silvertips to have meaningful games to play down the stretch? I mean, it really was. If if my facts are correct, you only knew for certain that you had the uh, the top record in the Western Conference after the results of Friday night. So it didn't really allow you to, to take the foot off the gas at all. Not that your team would do that anyway, but the fact that, that, that this wasn't by any stretch of the means coasting into the playoffs, meaningful games, meaningful opponents, and, and every single game meant something towards the very end. Yeah, like you, you, you obviously, it, it's a balance, right? And, and one of the things you try to do is, is um, you know it's funny how you look at it. We you know we we're coming into this um, you know as we we said to our guys losing uh, our last three games you know from it and and you know I, I go back and and you look at how a season goes you know when you win seven or eight you lose one or two you win nine ten you lose two you know like and and for us we we looked at this season we we kind of take it in three bucks Dan so preseason's one. You know, out of it, and it's funny. Like in preseason, I think we were—I don't know what our record was, two, three, and one, or something—and everybody around here was was like, "In mayhem, the Everett's, what, what's going on?" We like—I—I I, I remember hearing people say at our preseason tournament, we went one and two in it, and you've been down to it, I think, mm-hmm. Dan, in the past, right? And and uh, and people were like, "We've never finished one and two in preseason." And ever, <laughs> you know, and I was like, "Well, I didn't realize we're giving out trophies in preseason." And, and uh, and part of it was too, like we we uh, we had a lot of guys gone to proteins, which was which is what it's really about, you know, trying to get them off, right? But so that chapter got done. We got into the next one, and the the regular season is now done. And as I said to our players, 
you know, your your goals don't come over, your power play, penalty kill percentage, your goals, nothing. It's a clean slate. So now we're in, in book three, you know, of, 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 of our season. And, and we start with the first page. It's blank for everybody. So when, when we got, you know, the, the – I, you know, the, the word that we're playing Vancouver, they said to our guys in our first meeting on Monday, it's not one verse eight, it's Everett versus Vancouver. Everybody who makes the playoffs has a chance to win. It's a whole different beast, you know, and everybody is good that makes the playoffs, you know, and, and that's why you have playoffs and that's why you, you, you're, you're crowned a champion. But your, you know, the, your accolades, individual team accolades don't come into the playoffs. Now it's all about, for us, it's all about, um, you know, investing in the, in the process and surrendering to the outcome, investing in the team right now. Because the longer we are able to play, if possible, the better it is for every, in, for every uh, 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 individual, you know, if, if they want to move on. So it, it's, it, it makes it fun. Um, you know we're going to be in a tight battle. So it's, it's uh, you know, it's nice, like I said, though, before to finally be focusing on, on playoff hockey again. Dennis Williams is the head coach and GM of the Everett Silvertips. He is my guest here on White Spot Giants this week. Coach, we'll just stick with the regular season for a little more before we ultimately transition to this series. Was there a particular segment of time throughout the season where you, Louie, Dean, um, folks around the Everett Silvertips organization sort of looked at one another and thought, hmm, okay, we... We, we sort of truly now realize what we have, a game, a win, a road trip, something that, that sort of gave you guys that, that final jolt that said, okay, this, this is a group that we truly, genuinely know is capable of doing something special. Well, you know, I, I don't know if I can think of a game. You know, what I think of a lot of times is a response to losses. How, how, how do we come back? I think that tells you your, your, your locker room, your character, your leadership in there. You know, and, and I truly believe our team and any team is only as good as what your leadership is. You know, and, and, and for me, uh, I always evaluate after losses, our attitude coming back, our work, our, our, our workmanlike mindset coming back, our compete. And that doesn't guarantee we're going to win the next game either. But I'm always looking for that, you know, and seeing if we're a team after some of those losses that are looking, we like to call it, you know, like a, uh, a uh, pity party, a self-pity party. You know, like we feel bad, no, no, about ourselves. We, I want to see our team come back, right, knowing that we can get back in that win column and be able to to take those next steps forward and, and, and get out of the loss column. And, and really, you know, we went into the trade deadline and we didn't make any moves this year. You know, I thought we did a good job in, in the summertime picking up Alex Swetlikoff, Colin McKinnis, Johnny Lambos, drafting Nico Hootman, you know, and, and for, for us, I liked our team. And, and, and I told the guys, you know, some, sometimes the best trade's no trade, you know, and, and I think a lot of times we get out there at the trade deadline thinking we got to keep adding pieces and, and adding pieces, but I didn't want to mess with our team chemistry, our group, you know, and I was very confident as with our staff that we had the pieces in this locker room to go so far. I don't know, but to really compete and battle and give us a chance. And that's all we ever ask from, from our players. 
re- really appreciate that answer, and it, it does a wonderful job of just sort of diving into the, the factors and the reasons, I think, Coach, for your consistent success, you know, n- not just this season, but in the, in the past. Um, just on a, on a personal note for you, the, the friendship and the history that you have with Michael Dick, getting a chance to represent Canada together at the World Juniors and, and other Hockey Canada pursuits together, um, the, the respect that you two have for one another is obvious and um, kind of a neat twist to the series, I suppose, getting a chance to go up against one another, uh, the respect factor, the appreciation factor, and... and sort of what that sort of does for you yourself as you get set to, to take the ice on Friday. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's obviously, you know, I, uh, I've, I've appreciated all my time working, you know, with Mike and consider him a, a really good friend, uh, obviously utmost respect for him and, and his team and his preparation and his details and how, how his team competes. And, uh, we know it's going to be a challenge, it's, it's one of those series, too, Dan, where, like, you have uh, Keith McCambridge and Louis Mass here mm-hmm. have, have worked together, right, uh, over the years in, in, in Alaska. So there's a connection and tie there. And then, you know, we have Dean, Dean De Silva that worked for you guys for a year. Uh, my and, roommate, uh, yep. Came, yeah, your roommate came down this year. So there's a lot of ties. But, you know, I, I, I think the world of Mike as a person and as a coach, um, I know his team. Uh, will be very well prepared. Um, they're going to come out of the gates hard. Um, they're going to come out uh, playing, you know, what I would consider uh, their style of hockey. Everyone's got a different identity, a different brand, you know, I always say. And I, I really think when you get to it, it's going to, you know, as I said, our guys, we got to stay focused on how we want to play, you know, off it. And, and, uh, but I, I know the, uh, the game itself, you know, there, there won't be, I can tell you moving forward, um, we probably won't talk to each other anymore until after the series, <laughs> you know, because as as uh, as good of friends as we are, we're we're competitors, you know, often and and uh, you know now it's now it's game time, you know, and and uh, uh, you know there's uh, we we owe it obviously we always say to our players too that our investment is is in our group, you know, and and uh, but I like I said I know him and Keith will have have the guys ready to go and and it's going to be a challenge and and I keep saying it's 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 a Series that went two and two this year, right? And in, in uh, uh, a regular season, and uh, both one at home, both one away. You know, so I expect it to be a, a really tight checking series, and and one that uh, should be an exciting one. Uh, tiptoeing beautifully to my next question for you, coach, and I, I promise I'll try not to keep you much longer than this, but. Sure. Um, um, what do you take away from those four games? What, what did you learn about your group? What did you learn about the Vancouver Giants in those four regular season meetings? Well, I, I you know, the first two games, I, I kind of, uh, you know, those are pre, pre-Christmas, so they're, they're kind of tough, eh? You know, like to, to really dive back into. Like, I do know that uh, uh, you guys spoiled our teddy bear toss game. <laughs> <laughs> I know we were up in that and, and uh, came back, but... Uh, you know the second the second two games, especially what I dive into the games up in Vancouver. Um, you know I know uh, you can talk about a resilient group in Vancouver uh, for the Giants. Uh, you know we scored there to make it one nothing. We had a five on three power play. We scored right at the end. 
Uh, we had two or three power plays earlier on in that game and just didn't connect, and they stuck with their game plan and, and you know, took the lead 4-1. We made it 4-3 and, and uh, you know, fought back, but dug ourselves too, too big of a hole. So from that game, you know, you could see that there was no quit, which you'd expect out of, out of uh, you know, a team coached by, by Michael Dick and, and um, you know, their, their perseverance and, and, and their resiliency to, to play for 60 minutes, you know, out of it. And, uh, and then we came back here and, and we had a, you know, not a, not a long turnaround until we got to play each other again. And, and uh, again, it was a, it was a close battle game. And, you know, they're a team that has um, size, strength, uh, skill, you know, goaltending, uh, offense. So we, we're, we're, we're in one, you know, and I, and, you know, as a team, uh, we're, we're very, uh, we're humble this week. You know, we're, like I said, we're coming off, you know, uh, you know, three losses. We, we, we're not sitting here thinking that, Hey, we're just going to roll and see we know it's going to be a battle. Our players know it's going to be a battle. And, and, uh, then that's playoff hockey, you know, it's a whole new season. So it, it should be uh, a tight series. Like I said, and, and, uh, uh, I definitely look forward to, you know, getting the puck drop on Friday. Coach, is there one area, one component, be it special teams, be it goaltending, be it depth, um, one particular facet of this series that you feel is going to be extra important on either side? Well, I, I think both teams are going to check really hard. Both teams uh, play hard without the puck. So to me, it's going to be down, it's going to come down to, um, I really believe, the execution on the offensive side. I think it's going to be one that, in this day and age, it's hard to score goals hard to manufacture goals, even harder in the playoffs, you know, off it. And I think both teams have great value in playing without the puck, playing on the D side of the puck, playing strong in the D zone. I expect both teams will, will continue that as, as we get into the postseason. Uh, so with that in mind, I, I think the premium opportunities are going to be difficult, you know, for, for both teams, you know, and I think both teams uh, just put – um, a, a, a great demand on on defending hard and, and tracking and reloading and, and doing all those little things right off it. So um, you know, I think when when you get into playoffs, uh, you see a lot of games two one three two three two two one three one empty net. You know, like mm-hmm. so uh, it, it's going to be tight checking, hard hitting. You know, and and it's going to be the, the team like I tell our guys, it, it's going to be wall battles and, and blue paint. You got to win the blue paint battles and the wall battles against a team like Vancouver. If you're not willing to compete in those areas, we're not going to be successful. So that's going to be the challenge for us. My final question to the coach and GM of the Everett Silvertips, Dennis Williams, is this. And coach, I know better. I'm not going to bring up specific names and personnel on your group yet in the series with you. But when you look at your team as a whole, the depth, the goaltending, the defense, um, can you just end this conversation with me just speaking to the joy it has been to coach this group as a whole? You and I have talked about the leadership of an Olin Zellweger and, and the relentlessness uh, and the tenaciousness of his training. Alex Swetlikoff, how he's just seamlessly fit into this room. Um, Berezowski, his season, the, the transition for Hooten, and all of those things are what they are. But the group as a whole, what is it about this group that has just made them such a joy to coach this season? Well, it, it really it clicks in all, all the time, you know. And, and one, I'm going to tell you one quick thing. It was, sorry, it was a couple weeks ago where we lost to Seattle on a uh, on a Sunday, 
And that was the first game of the last three. Three, you know, we lost. We lost down there four one. And Monday was a complete optional day. Okay, and uh, like when I mean optional, like no coach, like the coaches weren't in. I came in to do some work, some administrative work. Nobody was going, but we had optional ice. The guys wanted to go out to work on whatever they wanted. In. I don't like. You didn't have to come in. You could go hit golf balls. I. I it was a full. We always call it like a, a maintenance day, personal day. You know, kind of like you do whatever you need to do. So I'm in my office, and I hear the music on, and, and we had some guys that were injured or nicked up, you know, coming out, you know, skating mm-hmm. and whatnot. Every player showed up. Yeah. Every player. And I was like, wow. Now, not every guy skated. Probably four or five didn't. But I bet you out of the 24 guys, 18 were on the ice. And to me, that showed me they still love the game this, at this time of year. You know, like, like I, I, you know what I mean? Like, it's a long season. You know, and... and you think back as an 18, 19, 20-year-old day off. I don't know if it was sunny or rainy. Maybe maybe the weather had something to do with it. <laughs> it was raining, so they had nothing else to do. But but you know what? I sat there and I thought to myself, and I called Louie, I remember, after saying, man, Lou, because like, Louie didn't come in, Dean didn't come in. I had my door shut. I didn't want them to know I was in here, right? I was just doing my own work. And um, I was like, well, that's pretty impressive. And especially when it was Ronan Seeley, and Jackson Berezowski are the first two on the ice, your two captains. Like, to me, that was pretty special. You know, like, like there, there's your leadership. And when I said earlier, we, we win with our culture and our leaders, those are the guys that you go to bat for all day long, you know? And, and, and to me, that, that, was, that was a moment late in the year when we just lost to Seattle. And I think we might have lost in a shootout or overtime to Spokane. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's easy to take a day off and just say, you know what? Again, sometimes the day off is exactly what you need, you know, but to see that and out of your, your guys that are 19 years old, like you said, a 40-plus goal scorer, an NHL draft pick, they, and they usually could take the day off and nobody would have said a word, right? You know, like totally. they play hard and hard minutes, but that leadership to me is what really brings the younger guys through and what makes our locker room a uh, cynical locker room and, and one that I enjoy being and, 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 you know, coaching these guys and seeing them every day because they come every day smiling, want to work. They take coaching, individual meetings, players texting. Can we go over video tomorrow? Can we do this? Mm-hmm. You know, like, like as long as they have that energy, we'll have it all day long, you know, as coaches. So, to me, it's a special group, you know. Um, I know they'll be excited to get going. Uh, but, again, all the credit goes to, to that leadership in, in that room. The, the, like you mentioned, the Swellikoff. Ryan Hofer, um, Olin Zellweger, Johnny Lambos, Michael Goo, Jackson Berezowski, um, Ronan Seeley. Like, we depend on a lot of those guys, you know, to keep guys going and pick them up when they need to be picked up. And, and for that, you know, as a coach, you, you, you can't thank those, those players um, enough, you know, as, as we move forward. Coach, I, I really enjoyed this conversation, and uh, the the cool thing for me heading into this series is the fact that, I mean, also just the geographics being, you know, an hour down the highway from one another is a super intriguing piece, but of course it's the rivalry, but of course it's the mutual respect that these two franchises have for one another, and I do think it's going to make for a very compelling and a very competitive, heart-fought series. Sincerely, uh, genuinely to you, your coaching staff, your players want to wish you the very best as this series gets uh, gets ready to go on Friday. Thank you for being so generous with your time and really appreciate all that you have contributed to, to my broadcast this season, and I'm looking forward to our next conversation. Thank you sincerely.
Yeah, thanks very much, Dan. The head coach and the GM of the Everett Silvertips, Dennis Williams, on White Spot Giants this week. I love that. I freaking love that. The mutual respect, the excitement, the battle that awaits the Vancouver Giants and the Everett Silvertips. That conversation hit all the right notes for me. Silvertips not taking anything for granted. Vancouver Giants hopefully able to relish the fact that they get to reset everything. Everything is back at zero again for the Giants. Terrific. Absolute spot-on conversation with the coach and GM of the Everett Silvertips, Dennis Williams, here on White Spot Giants this week. It has been a terrific show, and I'm looking forward to seeing where this is all trending. Friday night, game one, 7 o'clock puck drop. We will have a 6.30 pregame show for you that day. Saturday, game two, 6 o'clock game with a 5 o'clock pregame show. That game will be on the Sportsnet stream. Wednesday, game three at the LEC, 7 o'clock start. Game four, 7.30 on Friday, April the 29th. My name is Dan O'Connor. This has been White Spot Giants this week. Big thanks to Zach Ostopchuk. Big thanks as well, of course, to the head coach and GM of the Everett Silvertips, Dennis Williams. And a big thanks to you for making this show a part of your evening routine. We will talk to you Friday from Everett as this series gets set to get underway. It's the Vancouver Giants and the Everett Silvertips in round one of the WHL playoffs. This has been a presentation of White Spot Giants this week on Sportsnet 650.